Sister Kate arranged an assortment of cookies on a silver platter and poured steaming water into the teapot to warm it. The coffee was already perking, and the aroma made her feel a little less tired. This had been a long afternoon. Poor Gusty was still upset over the Pope's refusal to ordain women in the church as priests. She had told Sister Kate that she'd always dreamed of being a father, and Major Pietre had moved all his furniture in front of his bedroom door as a barricade against the communists. It had taken her forty-five minutes to talk him into moving it back again. Monsignor Wicks had just started to give his Ferrari a second coat of paint when Father Murphy dropped a glass in the connecting bathroom. Now there was a large splotch of candy-apple-red enamel on the rug that would never come out. And then, in the midst of the chaos, the archbishop had arrived. Thank goodness Bishop Donahue had diverted him with a game of chess. Sister Kate, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I really must speak to you about something very confidential. Mother Superior stood in the kitchen doorway, looking grim. She was fingering her rosary, and she was obviously upset. Come and sit down, Mother. I'll pour you a cup of coffee. Oh, no, thank you. I'll wait for everyone else. Mother Superior took the chair across from Sister Kate and leaned forward conspiratorially. It's Sister Cecilia. I've been praying for her, you know. I'm terribly afraid she's endangering her immortal soul. Sometimes I can't sleep at night, so I stand vigil. Sister Cecilia has been meeting Bishop Donahue in his room. They closed the door, Sister Kate, and that's a breach of decorum. Sister Kate nodded. Mother Superior was obsessed with the notion of sex between nuns and priests. It was easy to guess which direction this conversation would take. I'll speak to Sissy and remind her to leave the door open, Mother, and I'm sure she'll be very grateful for your prayers and your concern. Thank you, Sister Kate. Mother Superior smiled. Do you really think His Holiness wore a ski costume like the one you put on my paper doll? I'm sure he did. Sister Kate nodded. We tend to forget that he was once a boy. Sissy came into the kitchen and poured herself a cup of coffee. Everything's quiet upstairs. Monsignor Wicks is washing his rug with turpentine. It smells terrible, but it looks like it's coming out. Should I tell him to sleep in the extra room tonight? That's a good idea, Sissy. I asked what everyone wanted. One coffee, two teas, and one Bloody Mary. That's for the Monsignor, but he was just kidding. He really wants plain tomato juice. And the Major found a new game to play on the computer, something about foxholes. He wants a grape knee-high, just like Radar drinks on M.A.S.H. Gusty says she's too depressed to want anything. This cinnamon rusk might change her mind. Sister Kate handed a small china plate to Sissy. Tell her she can have chocolate milk if we make it with artificial sweetener. The teapot was warm. Sister Kate dumped out the water, filled the bowl with the special English blend that Archbishop Siminski liked, and poured boiling water over it. Could you carry the cookies, Mother? I'll bring everything else. And would you like to pour today? 
Oh, I'd love to. Mother Superior beamed. I used to do a lot of entertaining, you know, faculty teas, sponsors' dinners, that sort of thing. And I promise I won't spill tea on the Archbishop again.